The Breakdown with Bethany is a mom.com podcast. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of The Breakdown with Bethany. I'm Bethany Bronsilva, and today my guest is perhaps one of the most inspirational and motivational women I have ever met. Natasha Graziano is a world-renowned motivational speaker, author, and a mom to a beautiful six-year-old boy. Today, we're going to be talking about all of her law of attraction secrets, her new book, Be It Until You Become It, and how she implements that law of attraction and manifesting and gratitude practices with her little boy. So you're definitely going to want to check it out. goodness. So I just, a little bit of background is that I've just recently discovered your work and your speaking. So I've been so inspired and I was sort of nervous to reach out to see if you would come on the podcast, but I was also just so delighted that I got such a quick yes. So thank you so, so much for that. Really, really do appreciate it. Absolutely. I was just like, my team put like, they, you have no idea how many things we're asked to go on a day and they come to me and just they filter the best and they said I think you're really gonna like this girl she's she's like really sweet really fun and like everyone just like yeah it was um it was so natural it was it was so natural like when they put me and I was like yes definitely let's do it so I'm really happy that we're here today and get to do this and Cool. So I'll let you do you and like tell us where so your shows on every platform and every it's platform. Like- yes, it's, it's so it's it's hosted by mom.com, which is, you know, one of the premier parenting sites out there. And that's sort of a little bit about me. I've been a parenting editor, um, you know, parenting expert. I'll put that in quotes because we know that even like, you know, I'm a mom of two boys. I know you have a son. So it's, we can never really be experts in parenting. Right. I mean, it's just. Oh, an- God. No, no. I love that you're taking like a lead in that because trust me we all need people to go to and get that advice from so thank you for having me sweetie okay let's do it all right let's do it okay Natasha um for those of, of our of our audience that don't know about you I always like to start as I'm sure a lot of podcasts we love to just start with a little bit of background give us as much information as you like I know you have a long history lots of incredible stories up into this point so whatever you want to share let us know so kind. Well, for those of you that don't know me, I love helping people transform their lives and health, wealth, love, happiness. I personally went through a crazy story. I found myself at rock bottom. I was at rock bottom in my health. I had a health autoimmune disease hit me suddenly after I had my son. So I basically don't remember the first two years of my son's life. I was there for him, but I can't remember it too well. At the time, my, my husband, I was married to, was phenomenal with him. So he really helped. But I was very much alone. After that, I ended up being a single mom, alienating the world, pushing everybody away from me, finding rock bottom emotionally and then mentally wanting to kill myself, being in such a dark place that I was in so much debt. I just thought, how am I getting out of this? In fact, how am I going to go on and do anything in the world? And when you get to that low where you feel so low, like there is nothing else for you, you feel like, how am I getting out of this? Why am I here? When you're in that dark place, you the only place to really look is, is inward, is to go, 
hey, what's going on inside? Why am I attracting this to me? From that place, I started writing. But I stopped writing in a normal way of journaling. We're told to journal, journal. Why would I want to write about how shit my day was, how bad this was, how, how awful the drug addiction was I'd been through? No, so I decided to write about my future as though it had already happened. Write about my story as though it was already here. And so I rewrote my life. I did what I call and coach now, scripting. From that place, I transformed my life day by day by day. I went on to help others transform theirs. And I hope today I can lean some guidance to someone, lend out some advice on perhaps how they too can transform an area of their life or at least just bring more money and be a better parent, be better in who they are. Yeah, I love the idea of scripting and I am in the process of reading your book, which we'll dive into in a little bit. But um, certainly when I think of manifesting and maybe... and. I don't even know what the traditional way of manifesting is, but we kind of like, we write down our goals. We write down everything you, we want. But I was just so fascinated by this idea of writing it in the past tense, third person has like you do, of just writing it like your, your fairy tale, including everything in your life that you could possibly dream up. And certainly you are a testament. I saw you guys on the Tamron, Tamron Hall show with you talk about manifesting love into your life. Can you talk just a little bit more about, about scripting and how, how we can sort of, how do you even start? Like, how would you suggest starting for someone who might be a little apprehensive for that, for that kind of thing? Love that question, girl. You went straight to it. You want to get yourself a journal. The very first thing you want to do is buy yourself a book you can write in. Start again, get a new one, because when you get a new one, you're going to feel so much better in what you're doing than just going through it again. Then open up the first page and write. This is the story of, and put your name, and this is what happened, and then dot, dot, dot. And then what you're going to do is essentially write your story and go through in the past tense how your journey evolved. You're going to talk about yourself in the past tense. You're going to write about it as though it's already achieved. There are many rules to scripting, and I'll give you them briefly. Number one, always use a pen and paper or a pencil and paper. When we write down by hand physically, we activate the ventrolateral prefrontal cortex of our brain, helps us achieve our goals faster. It's scientifically proven to. Number two of the rules is to write in the past tense and not the present tense. Journaling is present tense. I am, I am. Brilliant for affirmations. Yes, there is always a reason to do those. But what we're doing is activating a part of the brain that stores it as a memory. When you write it down in the past tense, your brain doesn't know whether it has happened or not. And so it brings it to fruition. It starts to mirror your reality to what you've written down. So essentially, past tense is very, very, very important. That's what scripting is. Number three is involve all your five senses. So as you're writing, you want to use your feeling. Like, what does it feel like to achieve that goal? What does it feel like to achieve this? Now you've got it. Like, how does it feel? What can you smell around you? Can you smell flowers in your new home? When I was manifesting this, this home I have here in Bel Air, I was like, what, you know, what do I want? What do I want? Like, what is it I'm manifesting? I was like, I want this home and I can feel the wooden floors and I could smell the, the flowers in my garden and everything was so specific. I knew exactly what I wanted. You have to decide it, declare it and become it. So you write it down with all your five senses. After your five senses, then the golden rule is to set it in time and space. 
Don't just leave it and write aimlessly. At the end of it, say, I achieved this by July 1st, 2024. Whatever date it is that you set and write it down. Whenever we write it down, we set it in time and space. Our brain will bring it to fruition faster. I'll give you a quick example. When I was moving country at first, when I wrote it down in 2021, I forgot to put a date on it. At the beginning of 21, when I put a, I didn't put a date. And here I am now 23 and I've moved. Well, if I put a date on, I probably would have moved a little bit sooner. So I, you know, it was a transatlantic move. There was a lot going on, but I decided setting it in time and space was the way when I met my husband, when I manifested him, I manifested him in three weeks because I said within one month of today, I met the love of my life. We got married within three months of knowing each other. That is so incredible. I feel like you're like this super manifester. It is, it's so incredible. We have so, so much to learn from you. And I know that on your Instagram, you also will sometimes um, show a celebrity or like, I think most recently it was like Jennifer Lopez talking about all her affirmations and it goes back to a, t- a speech or a talk that you've done. Now I recently, and I'm, this maybe isn't a recent quote, but I, and I don't even know if Carrie Washington was the one who originated this, but she talks about, we pray for the bus, but we can't just pray for the bus. We also have to pray for the bus and run for the bus. So, I mean, we do have to put some action steps behind our manifesting, our scripting, the things that we are attracting. So what are your thoughts on that? You must always put action behind it. In the law of attraction, the last part of the word is action. You can't just think it in your mind and hope for it to arrive in your hands. Yes, everything was a mere thought, a microphone, um, the book behind me, my best-selling book, was a mere thought. It starts as a mere thought. The lighting, everything around us started once as a thought in someone's mind. However, they would have taken action towards it in order to build the microphone that they had in their mind. They were manifesting that it came to fruition. That's only one part of it. The other part is actually going out there and taking action. What materials would I use to build the microphone? What would I put in? How much money do I need investment? What do I need? So you have to take action upon all of your goals. You can't just think about it and wishful hope that it arrives. You can definitely manifest from here. You can 100% think I'm going to achieve this goal and I feel it and I'm bringing it to fruition. Like I can just feel it. I can taste it. I have this really great technique. Every morning you will sit and you will visualize three minutes you do it it's called a three 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 method so you imagine holding something in your hand that you want so if you want to get engaged imagine the engagement ring in your hand or wearing it for me i'm imagining a microphone that's attached to me here as i'm uh, filming with certain people around the world number two you will feel the chair you're sitting on and the clothes that you're wearing so you're feeling more into it what are you wearing and then can you smell something in that scene too Maybe you could do that. And then the third part of it is to feel around you where you are. So see around you in your mind who's there in that scene with you. If you do this every morning, this three through three method, I do it every single morning for three minutes. I find that things I want come to fruition faster because throughout my day, then the universe is delivering people, events, and places to show my belief system is real. Okay, so... 
again, I, I, I'm just, I'm like, I'm like lost. Like as I'm listening to, I'm just like, so in my head thinking about all of this stuff that I can't wait to <laughs> practice, but okay. Natasha, some, especially um, women, especially, and I think mothers, especially if I can just sort of categorize it, sometimes we're told, you know, just be grateful for what you have. You know, I talk a lot about ambition and, you know, I launched this podcast. I'm still an editor and I, there's things that I want to do not only for myself, but for my children and just kind of, I have this drive that I, like, I think I, you know, I obviously that you have, I think a lot of women are have, but then sometimes society or even people are telling us like, just be grateful what you have. You have a healthy kid. You have a roof over your head. What do you say to that? Like this idea of women, mothers wanting more, wanting more for themselves. And then people telling them like, you have enough. (laughs) You know, why have enough if there is more? The universe is so abundant. People get so comfortable with what they have. And, oh, well, you know, I don't need any more. You know, 10,000 a month is enough. A million a year is enough. And, well, how about the more you have, the more you can give to the world, the more you can give back to charity. It's not about you. Stop thinking of it as me, 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 and think about it as I want to do more with my life so other people can benefit, other single mothers, other parents who need it. I could create a charity. I could go and give to charity. If I had stopped at the 1 million a year mark, I wouldn't have built the school that I was just able to build in Guatemala for the charity Pencils of Promise for children who needed it, for 600 kids. I wouldn't be able to donate to charities in the capacity that I do if I didn't continue to earn the amount I do I'm not doing this for me I'm doing this for the greater good of course it's wonderful to have more and more we have more abundance the trick is to change it from you know I've got enough or you don't need any more mentality which is a lacking mentality to a grateful one to I'm so grateful for this And tomorrow when I have more, I'm so grateful for the next thing. And then the next day, I'm so grateful for this. Just be continuously grateful for everything that you receive and you will appreciate more of that stuff. Anything you appreciate, appreciates. We know that. And so never feel like, oh, you know, I don't need anything else. I'm good because there's still more you can do in the world. Stop thinking about you. Think about somebody else and then you'll want to earn more money. Okay. I love that. I think that's, I think that's really great. And I, I also do that a lot with myself. I do consider myself a person of service, either with writing and reaching and, and, you know, helping parents and mothers. So I think that's a great way to reframe it. So I would encourage anyone who's listening to start thinking in that way. Um, I do want to talk about your book, be it until you become it. And of course, one of the things that um, one of the quotes, if you will, that stood out to me, probably because it sort of resonates with the theme of this show is that your breakdown became your breakthrough. And I know you talked about that in the beginning here about, you know, being at a low moment and and things like that. Um, And how that was sort of the catalyst for change for positive change in your life. So what would you tell a mom um, who is probably at a low moment, maybe she's suffering from postpartum depression, maybe she is a single, a new single mother, something like that. What would you like to tell her in order to, you know, make this breakdown her breakthrough? Beautiful. Thank you for going there, because this is such a vulnerable topic for not only me, but for other people. You know, I suffered from postpartum depression after I had my son. In fact, worse, I then got an illness. So I was unable to be a good mother to him. I could barely even function. So I was so depressed on top of that because I thought I can't even be there for him. I'm pathetic. I was so embarrassed. But the truth is, most women 
go through a big dip. After you've had this huge high, the biggest high of your life, birthing another being into this world world and and we bring them out and then suddenly it's like a massive anti-climax because you have to sleep this night sometimes you have the the all the trauma you're going to go through your body's maybe still recover so much we go through as a as a woman and even if you haven't birthed them naturally or you have nannies there's still emotions you're going to feel your life has changed you know it's not a puppy this is a, somebody who is dependent on you and needs you and you love it like no other and it loves you like no other and so it's natural to feel these down low moments however it's how we handle it after it's the way that we react to it that counts how do you react to it do you act upon it or do you react with anger negativity and continue to spread that because every time something bad happens whether it's suffering from postpartum are you going to decide to do something different today because you knew yesterday was the same as the day before and you're still suffering from that feeling so today what can you do that is going to help you react differently can you write down three things right now that you love to do what do you love to do passionately do you love to walk in nature do you love to walk barefoot on the grass it's so good it's grounding i love that do you love to meditate to breathe to cook can you do one of those things today just one for 30 minutes. And then the next day, try two. And then the next day, try two again until it becomes a habit. Build into your daily routine when the baby's sleeping, when the children are at school, whenever you get a minute to yourself, do something for you. Do something that makes you feel good. Something that uplifts your soul because you give so much as a parent to your kids. We give so much to our kids. We are that they are everything, but we deserve our own time as well. And that's not, nothing to be guilty about. We deserve that. So build that into your schedule. Feel good about it. Today, do something different that you did from yesterday. I love that. Thank you for saying that. And I, I did say, I do want to talk about Be It Until You Become It, because I'm actually, it is the book I am reading right now. And I actually got the audio book, because I just, I love how you talk. And, and it really, for me, is so much, is very impactful to hear you sort of reading these words to me as I'm going through it. Um, but can you tell us um, the inspiration for the book and maybe what the process was like, and also what you're hoping people get out of out of it when they read it? Beautiful. And you know, the audiobook, audiobook is so much more fun, I think, than the actual book itself. Although for readers, I love paper as well, opening the book. There are uh, like the habit schedules in there and, and the sort of different timelines and things you can do in the book, which are so awesome. So exercises. However, the, get both because I think the audio, but you can do all the meditations with it. If you can just get both, treat yourself. Uh, and, you know, it's a beautiful book that will help you to unlock your power within. It will help you to become the best version of you, not second place to somebody else, to you. Instead of fake it till you make it, becoming somebody else. No. Is it faking it, pretending? No, become it today. Just decide. Today, I'm a billionaire. Today, I'm a happy mama. Today, I'm a great dad. Today, I'm a mompreneur. Today, I am. And decide it and be it in your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. What can you do today, like I was saying, to help you become it tomorrow? Do it today. Just become it. That's what you're going to get out of the book. How? Because you're like, how do I do that? Well, in, in the book, we go into it in great detail meditations are beautiful and you really want to connect to your essence 
learn what you love and how to become it and manifest at a high level by tapping into this quantum field of energy, which is like revealing a veil, removing it and suddenly like, wow. You know, once I understood this train of momentum, I started attracting everything I wanted to me. All of a sudden I was able to have been do anything I wanted because I understood the power of momentum. Reading really helps. So yeah, I think virtually becoming, I don't know who it's for today, but tag me on Instagram when you read it. So I know it's for you. So I know that you are getting something out of it. And, you know, we actually have a book club um, on Fridays, Bethany, your, your audience might like to come. Should I tell yeah. them about it? Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's, and I, I, I'll probably show up as well. So let's talk about well, it. Well, if you are there, oh my God, I'm going to so bring you up for a minute. That'd be beautiful. So the book club is so powerful. It's, I, I can't wait to have you there on Friday, actually, Bethany, because it's such a powerful space where we hold space for other people. It's a community of people who love books. If you like books and you like podcasts, you are going to love this. It's a mesh between the two. So it's called The Book Club by Natasha Graziano. Every Friday, it's on Zoom. It's 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. UK. I'm literally writing it in my calendar. Yeah, babe, for sure. It's so good. And it's free. And the coolest part about it is we sit there and I coach. I coach for free live. And I bring in VIP authors who are really famous. I think this Friday, well, it depends when this is out, but we have different guests coming in, stars every week. And it's really exciting. I'll give you the link. Maybe you could put it in the show notes. 100%. Yeah. And I will, I also, and I won't, I also write up an article to go with the the, the episode. So this will go live on mom.com as well. So <laughs> amazing. So yeah, it will be, it's be it until you become it.com forward slash book club book yeah. dash club i'll give you the i'll give you the the thing but it's it's so fun we have a lot of people there in the vip if you sign up and on that link you get to be in the vip for free on zoom with me and that means you get to hang out and it's just so fun and we dive deep it's such a beautiful space i dive deep into the book i dive into my book other people's books think and grow rich napoleon hills uh been brought up a couple of times uh, the Power of the Subconscious Mind, Joseph Murphy, The Secret. Obviously, Rhonda's a friend of mine, Rhonda Byrne, the author of The Secret. She was also one of my early mentors. So, yeah, we we really expand on knowledge for other people. How incredible, because, I mean, obviously, Rhonda Byrne, when you think of this sort of, you know, this this world, she is sort of like the ultimate, ultimate person. And then she, you said she was your mentor. That That's really Wow, that that makes a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> yeah. So what? It's a it's full circle. So I read the book uh, when I was fifteen. Watched the movie right after, I, and my life changed. However, I didn't apply the knowledge for many years. It was only in my darkest moment that I suddenly realized I had all this knowledge. I just hadn't applied it. It's like a plethora of of knowledge. Or imagine having all this water in front of you, and suddenly you're thirsty. How about drinking the water and hydrating your body and something will change? And so I had all this knowledge. I didn't know what to do with it. So I reread The Secret, started making notes. And I watched the movie and I watched John Asraf and Michael Beckwith and Lisa Nichols and full 360. Ten years after that, here I am now. I co-hosted Brainathon with John Asraf, his big huge event to 150,000 people every year that he does. I'm best friends with Michael Beckwith. He's at my house last week. Uh, I've I, I spoken on stages with Lisa Nichols. It's, a, it's just the most amazing feeling that 
you can look at somebody like someone could be watching this right now thinking, I love Bethany, or maybe I, I want to do something with Natasha one day. And I've watched people manifest me into their life. You've probably watched people manifest onto your show. And they're like, hey, I have, uh, I manifested you. And it's the same way. Like I decided I wanted to work with the greats. And once you apply the knowledge, you can have me and do anything you want. I love it. You've been so generous with your time, Natasha. I just have one final question and it's really for our parents out there and me too. It's sort of like a selfish question because I, I want to set these examples for my own children. I mentioned I have two young boys and when they're feeling down or something's happening at school, that's, that's causing them stress. You know, of course I want to, first of all, acknowledge that they're, what they're feeling. Right. But I also don't want them to dwell on the negativity. I want to sort of, you know, inspire them to positive action. So would you you mind sharing us with how you either suggest parents go about doing this or maybe you could share with us how you maybe do it with your own son oh my gosh absolutely so is it are you asking how to implement the stuff that I teach into their life yes yes okay so I personally have a few things we do we don't do everything because you know I've got a boy he's six years old his attention is like sometimes all over the place and I'm just being real. So we do before bed something with a ball. We either do it with a ball or without a ball. And I throw the ball. He stands on one side of the bed. I stand on the other and we throw the ball and say what we're grateful for. And we do like 50 things. And it's amazing. He's like looking around his room. He's like, I'm grateful for my pillow, my bed, my plants. And we just back and forth. And it's so beautiful. So gratitude is the easiest way to get started on mindful parenting, conscious parenting. And that's, I would say, one of the best ways to really tap in gratitude, getting them to feel grateful. Before we eat, the number two thing we do, so remember I was saying we do about three things, we send energy and love to our food and he watches us do it, whether or not he joins in. But when we don't do it, he says, who's going to do the blessing, mommy? And I'm like, wow, well done. But even if he doesn't do it, I know he's watching. We send love to our food and we try and like, breathe before we eat because a lot of the time this is a whole separate topic we can do another day but when you um eat if you are flustered or stressed your body does not digest it how it's meant to it takes it in a really bad way and so when we are about to eat we breathe for a minute we get calm put our phones away we come into the present space just get ready to eat because that's a whole thing in itself and then the final thing that i like to do with him is I talk to him about what I do. So I'm like, I love helping people and helping people to better their lives. And when mommy goes on stage, so I share about what I do and I play him videos and then he watches them and sees my work and sees what I'm teaching. And even if he doesn't understand, he's soaking it into his subconscious mind. So we're just conscious with those sorts of things, what he's listening to, what he's watching. And then the other two is just the gratitude and the blessing. And Start with gratitude. I think it's the easiest way. Let them see your ways. We are creatures of habit, but more importantly, our children are not what they think about. They are what they think they are. So if you are an amazing role model and somebody who practices what you preach and you're loving and you're kind and you're energetic and you're not being angry in the house, they will see that. And that is being mindful and they will love that behavior and they will emulate that behavior. And you have a kid who's doing better at school. If they see chaos in the house and aggression and anger, they will just emulate that. So just choose what you want your child to be like. 
Oh, Natasha, thank you so much. I hope we could stay in touch. I just, I adore talking with you, listening to you. This has been so, so informational for me and also inspiring, like I said. So thank you. Is there's anything you want to share about where we can get the book? I will drop the, the link to the book club when um, in, in the show notes, like you said. But if there's anything else, um, let us know now. That would for be the sure. <laughs> uh, we'll get get beat till you become it beat until you become it.com i'll give you that link too it's the the same one and just grab it get the book wherever you can it's in bookstores or you just order it right now go and get that audiobook and order yourself a copy of the book tag me on socials when you on instagram in particular because i love like messaging you guys in my dms and we have to stay in touch i would love that come on friday and then you yeah. know and when I haven't got a guest there, I'll definitely bring you up. Like, you're a beautiful soul. I love your show. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate the time. 